We just set the machines up. Okay, we're ready to roll. Watch it. Hey, knucklehead. It's time for American Knucklehead, an average Joe's take on the state of the nation. Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome to the American Knucklehead Podcast. I am your host, Crawford Smith, and it has recently been brought to my attention that I am offensive. Now, for those of you who know me personally or who have listened to the podcast even for a short amount of time, this should come as no surprise. I have been offensive, I am offensive, and in all likelihood, I will continue to be offensive. I, I am what you call a repeat offender. I repeat, I will offend again. I get my So, I'm no stranger to offending. Although, now that I'm representing a larger organization, the Alliance Party, I'm really trying to be less offensive and keep things eh, at least PG-13. So, I was a bit taken aback when I got a lot of negative feedback from the last episode about some of the things I said that some people found to be offensive. Now, the most surprising thing was that some people were offended at the word knucklehead itself. Now, I can understand why some people might find this to be a kind of negative term, but I assure you that it is definitely not meant that way in the least. First, this entire podcast is dedicated to a dear departed friend of mine, Sergeant Larry Lubert, whose outlook and philosophy very much colored a lot of my own. Now, he liked to refer to himself as Sarge Knucklehead. Now, that's partly because he was a Harley guy and his first scooter had a knucklehead engine. And he also considered himself a knucklehead in the more traditional sense of the word, and that's where some of the listeners started having problems. Granted, the term knucklehead may not necessarily be the most complimentary epithet, but honestly, I use it with a great deal of affection. To this knucklehead, the term implies a certain brand of hard-headed stubbornness, a willingness to put one's head down and get the job done, even if the plan of action is not as well thought out as it might be. For me, friends and neighbors, this describes myself and a lot of the people I know. Look, things are really dicey right now in America, and we're going to have to work hard and be hard-headed and stubborn to set things right. And, let's face it, we've kind of been knuckleheads to let things deteriorate to this situation in the first place. And we're going to have to be pretty hard-headed and stubborn to get things going again. We can do it, though. After all, we're all knuckleheads. Another aspect of the previous podcast that was found to be a little off-putting was my decidedly negative attitude towards the extremists on the right and left of the political spectrum, the woofers and the tweeters. Now, I completely understand this concern. In this era of political polarization, it's just so easy to get angry and demonize those whose opinions do not align with our own. 
However, it seems to me, friends and neighbors, that one of the reasons that this great nation is in such a pickle is that we are constantly being bombarded by button-pushing examples of injustice and equality, and it gets emotions worked up, and it makes rational discourse difficult, if not impossible. Now, it's very easy to blame the news media for this, so I will. First off, I gotta admit that I'm a news junkie, and I know that this is not necessarily a good thing. I gotta say, though, it seems to me that the quality of journalism in the last several decades has really deteriorated. I was taught back in elementary school that unbiased reporting was very simple. The five W's. Who, what, when, where, and why. Now, I don't see much of that anymore, and it's understandable that people are no longer very trusting of the media's reporting. Now, I hope you heard the air quotes around that word reporting there, because I see this on CNN and MSNBC and Fox News constantly. What they'll do is provide about 30 seconds of what I'd think of being real reporting, who, what, when, where, why, followed by like 10 minutes of so-called experts expressing their opinions and generally bloviating and taking up airtime. As an extra added bonus, if any of these talking heads expresses an opinion that's contrary to the party line of the network in question, the anchors will interrupt them and step all over them and get right up in their grill. It's more Jerry Springer than Walter Cronkite. No wonder Donald Trump can get away with saying that the press is the enemy of the people and decrying anything he doesn't like as being fake news. In their rush for sensationalism and profits, American news media continues to drive a wedge between us. And it's even worse with social media, but I don't have the energy to tackle that right now. But nowhere does the press and social media fan the flames of division between us American knuckleheads as it does in the world of politics. The choice we are presented with couldn't be starker, right or left, blue or red, woofer or tweeter, pick your favorite hyperbole. But made to feel that we have to choose between one of two bad choices is very difficult for many of us knuckleheads because neither of these choices really represents what we honestly believe. Now, this point was driven home to me while I was watching the Michael Cohen dog and pony show for the House Oversight Committee. And despite all of the very alarming implications of the Trump presidency in general, and then especially what Cohen was having to say, both the Republicans and Democrats spent most of that time grandstanding and playing for points from their respective bases. Friends and neighbors, this is simply not going to change. In fact, it's only going to get worse. Regardless of who's in the Oval Office or which of the two parties has the majority in which House of Congress, the opposition is going to devote massive amount of time and resources towards undermining the president and the folks on the other side of the aisle. I don't think this toxic partisan gridlock is going to do anything but get worse. And regardless of who gets in the office next, it seems like this sniping is just going to go on and on and on. Oh, my. Given this situation, it's just too easy to get angry, to vilify those that have the different opinions or different values, and in the process, let that anger consume our better nature and our common sense. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. As Americans, hell, as human beings, we have so much more that unites us than divides us. It's time to stop thinking about our politics and our country in terms of us and them. It's time to start thinking in terms of us 
and us. That's what the country's called, the U.S. Us. Us. Friends and neighbors, I am here to tell you that there is a better way for us, and that way is called the Alliance Party. The Alliance Party is a new political party for all of us who are tired of the gridlock and the hyper-partisan hypocrisy. The Alliance Party thinks that the government should be run to benefit all Americans, to provide a better future for the United States of America. The Alliance Party is a party for all of us. We seek to unite not to divide. So I'm going to lay off the woofers and the tweeters and maybe even the media, eh, maybe a little bit, suppress my urge to piss and moan about where we are and how we got there and try to keep focus on how to make things better for the majority of Americans. The Alliance Party is only about four months old, but we are active in 22 states and we intend to pick up the other 28 as soon as we can. Friends and neighbors, there is no more time to waste. America has been going down the wrong path for years, and we can't afford to wait anymore for someone else to fix things. I certainly don't think that the Democrats and the Republicans are capable of doing anything at this point except making things worse. They have, as political parties, abrogated their responsibilities to their constituents and to this country, to us. The Alliance Party was put together to fix the problems that the Dems and the Repubs created and seem incapable of addressing. In the upcoming episodes, I'm going to be delving a little bit more into the tenets and the activities of this great new party. In the meantime, I urge you to go to the party's website at theallianceparty.com and see what's on offer there. I think you're going to like what you see. Hey, this is great, man. I'd like to point out that these blatherings are solely my responsibility and opinion and do not necessarily represent any official positions of the Alliance Party. If you have any questions or comments for me personally, please email me at crawford at americanknucklehead.com. Got it? Good. Now, I'll be back soon with more ramblings about my own activities and some more news on what's going on with the Alliance Party. I urge you once again to check out theallianceparty.com. In the meantime, y'all be good to each other out there. We're in this together. Ha, ha, ha.